I got something to talk about. This world is messed up and crazy. How I'm supposed to know? How I'm supposed to show? Afraid you see me, then afraid you let me go. Somebody paid me the way. I'm just trying to grow. Start a fire, let them see the smoke. Angel wings in the streets of gold. Loose change, gotta pay the toll. And it's a rocky road. They try to tell you to stop. They don't want you at the top of the spot. You gotta take it. You gotta, take it. You gotta make it. You gotta break it, chains. Gotta break it, chains. You gotta break them 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 chains. You gotta break them. Gotta break them. Gotta break them chains. So today we're talking about relations relationships uh talking about relationships talking about sexual relations talking about uh dating so dating apps um i have more experience with that than i'd really like but you know so um everyone can see me drink break <laughs> let's go let me so last time it was really wide open. Um, oh, someone joins. Let me ask if they can hear me. In fact, if you're listening, let me know if you can hear me. Send me a message, comment, can you hear me? Let's see. If they can. I know the recording can. So we'll we'll give it a couple seconds just to see and then go from there. Dang. Advertising for this thing ain't half bad. People actually check you out. Huh. Who knew? We're gonna go just making sure. Yeah. So they said they can. So here we go. So relationships. Last time I did a short little segment on relationships, but I wanted to touch on all the different topics of Ultimate Bachelor and, and conversations we had. So I didn't go as deep as I probably would like. Um, now I just want to go really deep into it, make sure I share all my thoughts, which is definitely not a good thing. But um, I think based on the conversations I've had, I share a lot of people's thoughts that they're thinking they just can't say. And that's on girls' and guys' sides because I try and have conversations as much as possible. And for the people that can hear me, let me know if it's too loud, too soft, whatever, I can fix it. But for the conversations I've had, a lot of times I hear a lot of the same things. I just don't get uh, – it, it's just always a one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's, it's not a group conversation that everyone can hear. Once again, that's the point of this is to share things that everyone's thinking, uncommon conversations, uh, a lot of times directed towards men, but we'll see what we can do. With that said, I went down relationships last time. I said, you know, um, relationships are funny, dating's fucked up, cheating's fucked up, um, a lot of dumb shit that uh, was probably really one-sided and without any um, explanation is, is hard to probably understand. So what I hope to do is give a little more detail to that. If anyone has anything, any questions that, uh, they want to ask me, they can for sure, uh, send a message to this, um, text me, uh, send a DM, 
if you want to be anonymous and we'll we'll go from there so relationships relationships are so funny um i love people who try and act like they're fine being single because i don't know anyone that's just has the goal of being single i think if you're single there's a reason why you're single either something fucked up happened to you and fucked up happened to you to where it's hard for you to find the person you really want i think um maybe you have a high standard based on some stuff that that's happened before or some stuff you're looking for in the future um but in the grand scheme i feel like everyone wants to be in a relationship and once again you know comment if you if you feel differently because i think if you're not in a relationship you aren't for that reason so when I look at relationships, I I go all the way back and I probably should start with dating, right? Because dating, (laughs) and what I mean by dating is going on dates before you really call it a relationship. If anyone listened to uh, the 30 Flirty and Thriving episode I was on where we were on dating, one thing Amber asked was like, what defines a relationship? And I said, there's no step in any part of a relationship until you have a conversation about it. Therefore, you're you're not anything until you have the conversation and and say hey this is what we are right and if you're afraid to have that conversation it's probably because you know the answer isn't going to be what you want it to be and or um you don't want it to be defined that way either so dating and and I keep going over here to my iPad I think the people on IG live can't see that but the recording definitely check out my recordings Definitely uh, listen to my iTunes. Um, there's there's a couple gems in there. I'm not going to act like every conversation has been great, but there's a couple gems in there. The conversation I have with Christian Archie just recently, uh, Christian talking about being gay, That I think that's going to be one of the most important things I do because I think one of the big reasons a lot of guys are homophobic, either outwardly or secretly, is because they don't really understand it. In addition to, I feel like women understand gay guys a lot less than they think they do. Um, if they don't have a, a best friend who's gay, I think, um, I think there's a lot of misconceptions there. And I think Christian's the best person to talk about that because he's open about it. Right. He's just like, if I relate to me, he, he, I'm black and I, I always try and bridge that gap. Right. You have a lot of, um, especially with today's racial tension, you have a lot of black people that, um, are just closed off to the idea of, um, really trying to get together and understand each other and i feel like um and i want to make sure i say it right i feel like christian is a great bridge to that because he was straight for a long time and understands the struggle of going back and forth in addition to um in addition to when he came out and now you know so understanding what people think on both sides so anyways definitely a good one to listen to in addition to the sex series i'm going to plug that one because nina is amazing um, and no one ever talks about sex like you really should. And she only talks about the sex that other people don't talk about. Anyways, back to this. So dating. So then when you talk about dating, you talk about, uh, you have to talk about dating apps now because there's such a, a big thing in dating, but then you talk about all the assumptions that guys have that girls have. Um, what else do I have here? You have, uh, the opportunity to find the person you're looking for because I, I feel like that's the point, right? You're you're dating different people, trying to figure out uh, who you're looking for, right? And once again, everyone wants to be in a relationship. You try and tell me you don't want to be in a relationship. That 
your actions may not reflect someone who wants to be in a relationship, but everyone wants to be in a relationship in the grand scheme. If you were to find the right person that had uh, more of the traits you're looking for than anyone else, you're going to get in a relationship, period. Try and tell me different. Uh, I'm open for the conversation. So, so anyways, um, I, I always like to start with dating apps, right? Because there are more assumptions and misconceptions that happen on dating apps than anywhere else. I think it's, I think it's one of the most amazing things that were ever created. I think one, and I think I said this on the last conversation, one, it helps girls get out of their own way because girls have these standards that they set ahead of time that aren't even realistic, that uh, are the dream of what they've seen in a movie and or uh, the all the accumulation of things our last boyfriend didn't do or accumulation of things of stuff they see uh, one of their friend's boyfriends doing and or and or on Instagram and all this shit. And I feel like um, there's a little bit of desperation for every girl that's on a dating app. And um, I know that sounds harsh and that there's a lot of shock value in that statement, but it's really for the good because it helps them get out of their own way, open up to guys that they wouldn't usually open up to get a little bit back to that primal animal instinct that I always talk about that um, you're swiping because the way the dude looks and or the profile that he put together. So for superficial reasons at the start, it's probably good for girls every once in a while to just get back to that and get out of their own heads. I feel like guys are scared as fuck and never want to approach um, the most attractive girl, the most eligible girl. Um, They can act like they do. They can act like they're big shit. But in the grand scheme, to attract or to approach um, a girl that you think is actually really, really attractive is tough as fuck. And so dating apps get you out of your own way for that, right? You, if it's Bumble, the girl has to message you first. If it's Tinder, everyone, you know, you've, you've gone, you succumb to a certain level of, um, excuse my language, trashiness anyways. If it's Hinge, you're, you're a little more classy. You've probably done a little more research because the profile is a little more extensive. Maybe you sent a message based on uh, their, their little comment rather than their picture, but whatever you want to call it, um, you're all on dating apps. So you're all in the same bucket you decided that you wanted to take a step towards that relationship I was talking about. Um, Girls, you're a little bit desperate. Guys, you're scared as fuck. Let's all do this, right? Funny thing I find on dating apps is rule one for me, that person doesn't have to like you. Why did it happen that people from, um, if I met someone in the club or bar or at Starbucks or anywhere else, if I met them there, we had a great conversation. We go on one date. I decided I don't want to see her anymore. That's totally fine. She was great. Or he was great. Whatever. Why is it when you meet on a dating app, maybe because you swiped or because you had a little more conversation over text? Why is it when you meet on that and then you decide I'm done with this person, as harsh as that sounds, you can't just be done. All of a sudden it's, it's uh, you're such a huge jerk. Whereas, like I said, if we met, Anywhere else, I could do the same thing and be done and it'd be fine. So um, first, I guess that rule is is telling everyone, guys and girls, lower your expectations on dating apps. Don't stalk a girl that you met on a dating app because because she sent a couple messages 
Um, and you, because you had a little bit of a good conversation. In addition, ladies, don't get mad when a dude disappears because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings and he doesn't really even know you that well and he really doesn't owe you a goodbye. So um, let's call it what it is there. Second rule to it, don't act like you're better than the fucking dating app you're on. Why is it that I hear, I'll hear a, a girl making fun of a message a guy sent her? I, I don't know if you realize, but both of you guys fucking swiped right. And he is basically going out on a limb, sending you this message. However stupid, corny, whatever it is. I don't want to hear about the first one, two, ten messages that someone sends you because you don't know anything about what they're like. Because, I mean, what if you cut me off after like four or five messages? Look what you'd be missing out on. I'll take a drink break to that. So, second thing is don't act bigger than the app you're on if you're on a dating app. I definitely recommend dating apps. I recommend uh, getting on there. I feel like everyone kind of gets their feelings hurt a little bit on there, but I think you also have to realize you put yourself out more than you would have in person or you would never be on the dating app. So you don't have to, you don't have to feel like you're a failure if you get on a dating app and everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. So don't act like you're like, Oh, I don't know what he's talking about. He's going on a tangent, all this shit. Everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. Don't feel like you're a failure. If like you're feeling someone and they're not feeling you don't feel like uh, you're doing it wrong. In fact, you should feel like you're doing it wrong if you're being bougie about that shit because you're on a dating app. Um, but fucking be loose about it. That's what I would say. Be loose. Like, be open to meeting people. Be open to the type of conversations. Be open to the fact that everyone that on there is different. So, so and they don't know what the fuck you're thinking because you're playing a game. And if they send you the wrong message... Uh, bear with them for a little bit is is the other thing I'd say. So dating apps is something that is really big now and should be appreciated. I think um, I think when you're with all your friends, you're talking like, oh my God, I joined this dating app because uh, I'm just joking around or I got drunk on Friday when I was sitting there by myself, which is also a problem unless you're me. Um but then you, as soon as you leave that friend, you're, you're swiping left, swiping right, messaging back people who talk to you on there. So, um, own that shit, I guess is a, another way to put it. If you're now we'll talk about like some real dating shit that also pisses me off. Girls, when you go out and you want to call a dude a pussy because he doesn't come approach you, but you have three of your most hating ass looking friends with you. What the fuck are you thinking? Like you're sitting there with three friends who maybe don't look as good as you. So every dude that's looking at you, they're looking at him like, come over here. You're going to lose your life. And then you want to call a dude a punk because he doesn't want to come over there and talk to you. I would say guys, girls, whatever, give yourself the opportunity to be approached. Um, I think what happens a lot of times is you stay in your comfort zone, right? I, I just said it. Guys love dating apps because it takes that whole intimidation, that whole approach thing out of it. But 
I'm so I'm old school. I'm from Texas. I, I think chivalry is not dead. I think guys should definitely approach girls. I think you should approach strategically and with intent and intelligently and whatever other I word um, means a lot. Uh, initiative, intuitive, whatever. So I think you should not be an idiot about how you approach, not approach a girl. Well, I mean, it's going to happen, but if you're approaching a girl just to fuck her at the end of that night, then I can't help you there. But I'm talking about if you genuinely see a girl, you're feeling her, you think she's cute, you can kind of tell the vibe, go approach her and go say something. And I think what's the lost art is that first comment that, um, takes a girl from you know blocking on her heels to a little comfortable because I think if you approach a girl the right way you can be let down as long as you know that hey she doesn't necessarily have to feel you you can be let down the right way for instance um you know one thing I used to do when I was single was if I saw someone I thought was cute maybe in the mall maybe Starbucks whatever I'd literally go up and say hey um, no disrespect. I don't know if you have a boyfriend. I don't know what your deal is today. You know, I was just over there. I noticed you look unbelievable today. You're killing it today. Um, I'll leave you with that. Obviously, if you're not a douche canoe, you understand that um, the cues that mean continue to talk to her or don't or whatever. And sometimes you're gonna have to put yourself out there a little farther. And sometimes you're gonna be shot down. But um, just like on a dating app, it's a numbers game. So that, but at the same time, ladies don't get so stuck up in yourself. Cause if you're single, especially don't get so stuck up in yourself that when a guy approaches you that he's totally out of line, because in the grand scheme, you guys complain about that all the time, that guys aren't genuine and all that. So if a guy genuinely approaches you have a way to, to shoo him along, but you don't have to act like a huge bitch. You don't have to look like a certain way. You don't have to to be a certain way, all that. Vice versa, living in Chicago, one thing I found was um, in Chicago, girls approach guys way more than anywhere else. Um, I don't know if it's the ratio. I don't know if it's it's the type of girls that are there because I was living in downtown Chicago. So you had a lot of independent women who um, were maybe a little, I don't want to say later in age, but a little older than 22, 23 you know, in their thirties, maybe that, that had no problem approaching a guy. So I'd get approached and I feel like girls are, I don't know if it's because they're less, uh, uh, intimidating just from the start because of size or, or their voice or whatever, but I feel like they were pretty strategic with what they say, something witty, whatever. Um, but guys be the same way. Like you have to like make yourself available to that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then, you know, we sh maybe I should have a whole nother conversation about, you know, own, I don't want to say owning the room, but um, I'm in medical device sales. So that's one thing, you know, we talk about a lot is owning the room, like projecting, radiating. I don't know the right word to put it, but I think late, girls and guys, like if you're single and you're looking for someone, if you're out looking for someone, learn how to make yourself look available or approachable or whatever. And you're going to get some people that you don't want to talk to, but you're also going to get some good ones. So there's that now past the initial meeting of dating. Um, you have hooking up, which is fabulous. That part for guys a lot of times, but, but also women try and act like they're not all about hooking up. 
um, acting so sedity. And I do feel like as a woman gets older, she's more open to that. I will take any comments in uh, contrast to that. But I feel like women are a lot more open to that as they get a little bit older. Um, maybe it's because they're a little bit more experienced. And like I said, in my sex talk, I feel like women um, have found ways to find pleasure in intimate situations a lot more when they get older. So there's more benefit in their mind to to just general hooking up once they're a little bit older. But there's hooking up, there's casual dating, there's, there's all these different things, right? Um, the one thing, if I'm talking about hooking up, I'm tired of people acting like good sex is not a reason that you should talk to someone. Because once again, I'm as shallow as they come in deep down to my core, which is an oxymoron, but I'm as shallow as they come. But I do appreciate the fact that good sex keeps people together, brings people back together, and um, and does a lot of different things, right? I don't think it should be overlooked in the grand scheme of uh, what you're doing, right? If If you're talking to a girl that you... I shouldn't put it that way. But someone you haven't talked to in a long time, if they come back and talk to you and they're willing to just hook up, I guess you should probably take that as a compliment. Girls and guys, girls get so mad that a dude wants to talk to you just to hook up with you. That's because you did something right. And whoever he's had since then uh, obviously isn't doing it as well. And I'm getting uh, Instagram messages. So let's see <laughs> if anyone's cussing me out. No, I'm good. All right, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> anyway, so uh, if you're talking about sex, bringing people together, obviously, once again, I'm all about uh, animalistic behavior and the fact that it, the, at our very core, we're just animals and mating is a part of that and going after the best looking peacock is part of that. Girls and guys, don't front girls. So sex is, is, is very powerful. And I think people should stop acting like it doesn't control both girls and guys a lot in a lot of ways, right? So there's that. Um, uh, one thing I actually have here in my notes is, uh, which I don't know why, it's just a random thought. But um, if you're talking about good sex with people, like one, if someone keeps coming back to you, you know, even if they're in a relationship, someone keeps coming back to you because they want to hook up with you. Um, you know, you're doing something right. One of the things I wrote on here is like, if, how, how do you know that you're good at sex? Right. And one of the things I was thinking about, or I, I think I had a conversation on it is you can't, if you don't listen to some type of music that you dance to, so some type of rhythm or some type of, um, like movement that's involved with like a beat, whether that's, you know, it can be salsa, it can be uh rap and hip hop. It could be some other shit. I mean, I guess even country line dancing. Um, if, if you're looking at that type of, of dancing, but I don't know why I wrote on here. It must've been a conversation that if, if you don't listen to some type of music you can dance to with rhythm, then I don't know how you're good at sex. So, um, yeah, there's that. Why am I getting a message that I'm vertical? I know I'm vertical because I'm using my computer so I can see the messages. I'm responding to that. 
So that's that kind of wraps up the dating thing. I think just the the misnomers, the rumors, the shit you don't say. Talk talk about it, right? If you have a question and you're dating someone, fucking ask them. Uh, make sure you ask them the right time, but ask them. Also, if you ask them and you don't get the response you want, you have to understand too. Like no one's obligated to give you anything. Even in fucking marriage, no one's obligated to give you anything. I think the problem, one of the problems with marriage is that you feel like you're obligated to do certain things. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge proponent of marriage, but like I said in the conversation with Archie and, and uh, Christian, I think marriage is a label for a good relationship or it should be a label for a good relationship. It should not be the definition of your relationship, right? You should have a strong base that you're going off of and, and you shouldn't be with someone because you have kids. You shouldn't be with someone because it's expensive to get divorced. You shouldn't be with someone because you feel like you should, or because you are afraid you won't find someone else because who said this the other day, they were like, you only got one life to live. And so you're going to live, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years unhappy with someone because in the end, a lot of times you just end up getting a divorce anyways, once you're, you know, blunt enough to fucking be done with them. So there's that. Um, yeah. Now into relationships. Um, I think it's so like real relationships. Like we, we talked about this. We've had two shows on relationships with 30, flirting and thriving versus the ultimate bachelor, which I know, uh, Amber's listening. She, she doesn't ever, you know, give me my credit, whatever. But relationships are just funny as fuck. Like you have, like what, what is the right type of relationship? I think, like if you're not in a relationship, I guess I'm going to give up my whole, my whole thought process right at the start and we'll break it down from there. But if you're not in a relationship where, where you can just truly be honest, right? Everything that you have to say to this person, if you can't just come out and say that to this person, then really what are you doing? Right? Because just like I, I talked about being married, if you're going to sit there and hold stuff back, and feel a certain way uh, behind their back and not even in, in that instance, not even give them a chance to fix it and or know how you feel, then like, what's the point of really being in that relationship? The thing that also fucks you up is that it's so hard to give up on a person that, you know, you've built, uh, what's the best way to put it? I don't want to say a life with, cause you know, a relationship can be a year or two and you haven't really built a life with them yet, but you, it's so hard to just not be with someone that you're with. Like once you really get to know each other, once you really care for each other, um, because there's a difference, right? There's a, it just, even when you're not vibing all the way, like you really, really should in a relationship to where you're totally happy. They're doing, they're, they're trying to do all the things that make you totally happy. And you're trying to do the same things back. You're both working to make this relationship. Well, even if it's not that you still care about this person, you probably more than anyone else. Right. And, and I always have that debate as well. Like, I guess the Bible says, um, for a marriage at least, and, and once again, I'll go back. I think a uh, marriage should be a relationship that, that you've made a public declaration that calls it a marriage. It should not be a relationship that's based on the fact that you're married. 
anyways, if you're, if you're in this relationship and you know, you, you care about them so much, um, but it's not perfect, you know, what, what are you supposed to do? Like you're, you, you don't want to be in that. So I think, like I said, you have to be truly, truly honest with whoever you're with. Um, and that's why I feel like <clears throat> they talk about finances, breakup relationships. That's because someone hid something, hit some debt, which debt is, you know, powerful, stressful. So it's not, I don't think it's the finances that, that break you up. It's not the numbers. It's the stress that comes from getting in debt. It's the stress that comes from one person spending money on a lot of different things. It's the stress that comes from that kind of stuff. So you have what that breaks up relationships. You have, you have finances, you have someone cheating, you have, um, a whole variety of things. Obviously you guys just don't get along. Um, you have addictions that come about in relationships, all that stuff. Drink break. And I think if you're able to have conversation with someone, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen. That's obviously a very optimistic output outlook to have on it. But I think when you're communicating through things, and the only reason I know that is because that's not what happened when I was married, right? We, um, and those of you that actually do listen to myself, thank you so much, um, know that I'll always say that my ex-wife was probably too good for me in terms of like society norms and stuff like that. She was the perfect wife on paper, but because I felt like she was so perfect and that's not, you know, the ideal, um, everyone at dinner every night, um, you know, doing this, doing that, making it, you know, as, as good as you possibly can, because it, that wasn't me in the grand scheme. Cause that's not how I grew up. My dad wasn't, my dad traveled quite a bit. Both my parents worked. My mom would work late sometimes. Um, me, my sister had sports. We didn't eat dinner together every night. I mean, there's a lot of different things that happen, but because I was trying to be something that I really wasn't and not honest with her and therefore not being honest with, well, not being honest with myself and therefore not being honest with her, I think that led to a lot of different problems. You know, uh, you know, it could be debated, you know, what problems people think come from that. But I honestly think that's one of the big things. There was a lot of pressure to be a certain way that, I really didn't even want to be. So I'm trying to act like I am like that, which starts a whole bunch of problems. So from the start, I think in a relationship, you, you have to be with someone that you can be honest with. How often is someone in a relationship on the flip side of that? How often is someone in a relationship with someone they can just be honest with? Like you can just tell them anything that's on your mind and they understand that you're saying this because you love them and it's in the best interest. In addition, that when you say something wrong, because this is the, the hard part, right? When you say something the wrong way, you say something they don't like, how often are they going to understand that, hey, this person loves me, they show me they love me 99% of the time, this one time they said something wrong, and so um, I need to ask for more understanding or anything like that. Never happens like that, right? Every time it happens that, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? I can't believe you just said that, this, that, or another. Um, And I think that's where two people who are honest with each other all the time, over and over again, sometimes to a fault, um, I think those type of situations are avoided because you've seen this person 
um, for everything that they are. So I think that's the first thing to a relationship. Um, I think the other thing is like what someone's in a relationship for, like the expectations. And <laughs> if the right people are listening to this conversation, they're going to roll their eyes at this whole, this whole part of it. Because I think people come into relationships with expectations. Um, before I even talk about expectations, though, I have to talk about what they came into when they come into the relationship, right? And this a lot of times hurt people, hurts people's feelings when I'm having this conversation in person. But if you really sit there and think about it, I think, I think I'm right. And there's a lot of people that do agree with me on this too. So if you come into a relationship, right? And as a guy, you're paying for everything. You're acting like the biggest sweetheart. Um, you are doing this, doing that. You're, we have the best manners. You do everything perfect as a guy, right? On the flip side, as a girl, you're, because this is a common thing in relationships, you're having sex all the time, right? Because you're turned on by this guy. And a lot of times, girls, you guys know that, like, if it's a guy you like, like, giving up sex, a lot of times we'll bring him in, right? So you're doing that, you're, you're not, you're not too worried about, you know, him with other girls, you're, you're doing everything perfect. Both sides are doing everything perfect. Well, when you get into a relationship, shit doesn't work like that, right? Like someone gets jealous, guys or girls. Um, if you come into a relationship and both of you are working out, you know, every day, um, you're working so hard in the gym, like you're, you're looking the best you've ever looked because you've been single. You're on a dating app. You want your pictures to look good. You didn't want anyone to show up to your little dating app date and say, you don't look like your pictures. You want them to show up and say, Ooh, you look better than your pictures. Bad. Anyways. Um, so you're working out all the time, but then you get in this relationship and you're not working out. And, or if you're married, you, you have a kid. Um, if you're a woman and it's hard to get back in the gym after that, I know that. Um, or if you're a guy, you know what? I, I shouldn't even put that on women. So I apologize right there because guys, you really have no excuse to get out of shape and y'all motherfuckers really just be chilling. Like there's so many benefits and I, I know this as a guy, so I, that's all I can speak to, but there's so many benefits for a guy to be working out. Like, I don't even understand why you wouldn't take away the whole eating better thing, just purely working out. Like you are better at sex, um, like testosterone, I think stays around a little bit longer when you keep it up um, through activity. Um, like obviously you feel better about yourself and guys don't try and sit there and tell me that you don't care about your physique and the way you look and all that shit. Because I, I almost feel like guys talk about themselves being out of shape more than a woman would talk about themselves being out of shape. In addition, that um my shallow ass when i post up pictures of um being in shape the two types of messages that i get are both from guys um couple couple ladies gave me some compliments so i ain't tripping i appreciate y'all but most of the comments i get are from guys where guys are like bro like you're killing it um like not not a jealous thing but a congratulatory thing and they talk about like how how they need to get back and on their shit or you'll have some dudes that are hating that'll be like, I can't even think of the comments, but everyone knows that person that is going to send you a message or joke, you know, half joking, say like, you know, you're a douche canoe, whatever, posting up that picture. 
look at my profile pitch if picture if if you're questioning what picture I'm talking about. Um so anyways, um you know, you're in this relationship, you're you're showing the best of what you've ever had before because you're really into this person and um you've been single for for a while, maybe not even too long, but this person is like someone you're really trying to impress, so you're doing all the best things, you're paying for everything, whatever get down into the relationship and or married and or whatever and you're not doing the same shit this is something i said i think in our our relationship uh 30 flirting thriving um amber i see your comment i'm gonna respond to that here in a second amber if you if you want to talk so much shit you could have called in or you could have uh been here i posted up that i'm doing wide open you you end up in my videos amber just moved and so she's been out of the podcast game for a little bit, but now she want to just jump back in full, full circle. She's sick though. So actually, no, you can't be here right now. But anyways, what are the expectations of what you're getting into a relationship for? Because if you get into a relationship and show someone your absolute best, but you don't want to be your, I'm sorry, you can't keep up what you're showing them. Aren't you selling them a little bit of a bill of a false goods, right? So don't get mad when this person isn't as interested and this is really harsh. Don't get mad when this person isn't as interested in what you let yourself fall back to than they were at what you were when you, when you first gave it to them. I am so big. And and once again, I'm shallow. So I, I use the gym and staying fit and those type of things, but I am really big on, um, on also improving everything, right? I got my MBA for literally no reason, no advancement in my job, no nothing. But um, I think whatever you show someone at the start of your relationship, you should either keep up what you showed them at the start or be trying to get better. I'm all about if it's fitness, if it's the way you look, like, you know, make yourself the best version of yourself on how you look because if they wanted to fuck you at the start of your relationship, like why should they have to fuck a lesser you later in the relationship? Sorry for the people that that offends. In addition, like if you don't get any fucking smarter throughout a relationship, like learn something, do something, have a hobby, no matter how nerdy it is. I think, I think, and I feel like from the conversation I have, there's nothing sexier than someone who, who is trying to improve themselves all the time. So whether that's with a hobby, that's in the gym, that's, uh, reading books that's um, getting involved in in what your partner is in. I think that's undervalued way too much that people don't take enough interest in what your partner does. I'm, I'm all for time alone, hobby over here, hobby over there, but you have to support each other, right? Because I don't want to get away from what I'm talking about from the start of a relationship, but if you're not growing together, I 100% think you're growing apart, right? There, there's no parallel in a relationship you're either start this relationship and you guys get on the same page and grow together and are working towards each other right pushing everything out away towards each other or literally you have to be growing apart there's no difference i think one person and i don't know if she's on here but i think she said it best that um she wanted to be in a relationship with someone fighting against everything else not fighting each other and as simple as that sounds, I think that's really the way it, it happens, right? Like you're either pushing outside things out, pushing, and when pushing out things out, outside things out, you're pushing towards each other. If you're not doing that, you know, you're not really improving. So back to that, 
don't expect someone, and I don't care if you're married, I don't care if you, um, you know, think they owe you something, I don't, whatever. Don't expect the person you're with to like you, just like you, love you, stay with you just because whatever, it doesn't work. So you better be working to improve yourself for that person. I say all the time, the only reason I go to the gym, um, the only reason I do so many things is so the person I end up with um, appreciates me for for those things. Um, people try and act like things that are shallow, like, you know, the way you look um, and other stupid things are are not things that matter in a relationship. And I'm here to tell you that being married, being in other relationships, everything matters in a relationship. So don't let yourself fall off, I think is the point of that. I think then you, you move to like, what are the things that happen in a relationship? Like, what are you arguing about? I think kids as, as excited as people get to have kids, I don't think people understand what kids do into a relationship. Um, I think they're great, right? Um, I speak from, you know, admittedly a place where I get to experience the best of both worlds. I'm like that fun dad that gets to have his kids. Um, and then, you know, they're with their mom most of the time. I do wish I had them more, but at the same time, I do think that most parents, if they were given the opportunity to have more time alone and could wrap their minds around enjoying that time, would also take it. So I think I'm able to speak from both sides. What I'm saying is that I think kids really put a strain on a relationship, right? Whether you're married with kids that you guys had together, if you're in a relationship where one person had kids before it, um, whatever if you're single trying to find people and you're and you have kids one of the first things i would say about that is i think especially people who like just get divorced or you know just break up out of a relationship where they were maybe dating the person that or married to the person that they had kids with i think a lot of times the first thing you have out of that is embarrassment so i want to make sure i take a little side note and say don't be embarrassed like if if you're 30 something if you're late 20s almost and you haven't been married or been in a very very serious relationship um especially into your 30s um and can't understand how someone will would have been married with kids obviously I'm biased to this but then I think you're a little bit out there because my my philosophy always is by the time a girl is 24, 25, if she's like a keeper, like the best of, of everything, like those girls aren't available at like 27, 28. Um, but and I'm not acting like they're all married, but they're not available at 27, 28 because at 24, 25, some dude met this girl and fucking realized that she was the most unbelievable thing that's ever walked this earth, a unicorn. I think recently we just had unicorn day. So shout out to all those girls. Um, but what I'm saying is if you're getting to almost 30, 30 something, or you just got divorced or whatever, like do not be ashamed of that. And if someone doesn't understand the fact that you have kids and, or, you know, have had some shit happen to you in the past, whether that be a serious relationship, whatever, that means that's the person that hasn't had that shit in, in, 
you know, doesn't get it. Like they're literally out there and probably the ones that don't have, haven't had that for a reason. Anyways. So where was I starting with? Fuck. I always do this. This is why I'm supposed to be like not drinking when I do this. But I was saying (laughs) that um, I got to the serious part or is that my notes? When you're older and kids and dating and relationships and I don't fucking know. Show shit that happens. Uh, fuck it. I don't know. See? See what happens when I'm I'm here by myself? This is why I need somebody. See, Amber, where you at? This is why I need someone to keep me on track. Next thing I had here, though, which is a little bit of a hotter topic, was... It blows my mind that well, strip clubs really blow my mind. And this is probably more for guys uh, than, yeah, thanks, Amber. Um, this is more for guys and a little bit for girls, right? I don't really get, like, strip clubs. And, and the reason I bring up strip clubs is because I, br- yeah, I bring up, like, the idea of a strip club, right? You're just going to watch other women. And I really, I really don't, I I mean, I don't think anyone has ever caught me, like, just, just out of my mind, so dead set on wanting to go to a strip club, so I can say that honestly, and, and just like other shit I've said, if, um, just like other shit I've said, if, if I'm saying some shit that is totally out there, and, and I'm totally lying, then, then call me out on it, but I think the strip club thought Women get so upset. Some women get so upset. Some women love going to that shit, which, you know, I'm, because I don't. I don't truly understand it, but, you know, it is what it is. But the strip club to where a guy just wants to go see other women, right? And I think that lends a lot to what happens when people, like, have other affairs. Now, I know <laughs> the other day on my last one, my last wide open, I went off about cheating a little bit. Um, I do want to make it be clear that I definitely understand cheating. Um, just like everyone else, I think it's fucked up when it happens to you. So I I'm, was mad, obviously, when it happened to me. But I do understand it because, once again, you have animalistic nature. You're with someone who isn't giving you what you want. Now, whether what you want is realistic or not, you know, that's for you to say. But you're with someone who's not giving what you want. I feel like animalistic nature is to go find that attention from wherever that specific type of attention from wherever you want. I think that's what happens with strip clubs too. What I think is different though, is I think women get upset about men. Certain women get upset about men. They go to strip clubs when in the grand scheme, like that's the best thing they could possibly do unless they're, they're paying um, to have sex with strippers. And then I can't help you there. But I think what guys are trying to do in some of those situations is is just fulfill that like purest animalistic behavior of just going to see some right um I think what I don't get is when you go and like you're paying for a lap dance and all this like I think uh which is very common, so I'm more talking about the fact that I don't understand it than the fact that it's wrong because I'm not saying anything's wrong that I don't understand. So I I think it's funny that when you go and pay for it and that's just it, 
right? You go, you get a lap dance, whatever. And or when you go pay for sex, like a guy could really just like jack off and like be straight. Like I think if a guy, every time he thought about doing some bullshit, just went and did that. Cause after that, you like really are not feeling anything. So like the prostitution that, that to me, that just seems like an expensive ass masturbation really. Cause that's really all you did it for Like you're not about to be with a hooker. So guys that are paying for sex behind your girlfriend's back, guys that are paying for sex single, stop doing that shit. Just go jack off. Um, and you'll be straight because that's public service announcement. That's advice from me. You're welcome. Especially when like some Bob Kraft shit, like you see dudes get caught for that shit. I don't, I think there's two sides of the fence, right? There's the side that it's so common that I don't know why people get so surprised when, when that happens. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe Bob Kraft was in a rub and tug place or take it even farther because he just won uh, a championship when they talk about tiger woods oh my god i cannot believe he was sleeping with so many different women i think you ask any guy that is attractive and charming and has uh the opportunity is what i say any guy with opportunity understands exactly how tiger woods was doing what he was doing and that he might not even be the worst guy for doing it sounds heinous um, I'm sure for a lot of people that sounds like trash. I'm sure for people that have to deal with me, they don't want me to have that output outlook. Now I'm saying that because every guy that has opportunity doesn't have to take that opportunity. And if you're married, you shouldn't be taking that opportunity. But what I'm saying is you understand how it happens when you have that opportunity. You almost have to flip it to like a girl, right? Like if Tiger Woods was a fine ass supermodel, like his wife in in some respects if a girl if a really good looking girl everywhere she went took advantage of the fact that guys wanted to sleep with her like like what would she do like i feel like that's what tiger woods was like tiger woods just because of his accolades turned into like a supermodel and so he just took advantage of it so drink break Do I have any questions? Tiber, uh, goodness, Amber, sick, but chiming in. Thank you. So now I've think I've rifled down all my subjects. You need to do one thing I do want to talk about because I talked shit about cheating last time. Um, once again, I think it's fucked up when it happens to me, but <laughs> um, I think people, I said people need to stop fronting on like wanting to talk to people for sex, like when they're dating or coming back together, like reuniting with someone because you all had good sex before. I think people need to also stop fronting about what happens after cheating. Like I'm about to give a hot take that everyone knows, like people don't break up after one person gets caught cheating. It's the worst thing in the world, right? Because um, I think, what do they say? Like, usually it's the person who did the cheating who usually ends up ending the relationship because it just changes, right? There's no trust. Because there's no trust, it's not the same relationship. It's not the type of relationship I was talking about earlier. And so a bunch of shit happens. But 
I'm tired of people acting like they'd be so tough if they got cheated on because I can't, I can't think of too many people I know that left a relationship the first time they got cheated on. And that's just, you know, I'd love someone to uh, chime in if you're here and, or if you watch this recording later, what's the recording is so much better. You can see so much more of me, but um, if listen, if you listen to this recording or watch this recording later, tell me if you know of a lot of instances where someone in the first time they got cheated on, they just in the relationship. It never works like that because you want to, once again, you get in this relationship that I was talking about before where, um, this person means so much to you and, uh, you're so deep in it. And so you, you know, you try and work it out and you work it out the wrong way. A lot of times I think if you're going to try and get over cheating and some people do, right. They, they get over and they do it the best way. But if you're going to try to get over infidelity, like you as the person who got cheated on, have to find a way to completely clear your mind, right. Of that. Like you have to find a way to trust. It's a, it's on them a lot to, to do the things to make you want to trust them. But, um, but you, I mean, there's no other way to do it because you're basically just both going to be living in hell. Those type of relationships I said, you don't want to be in and you're going to be upset. So, um, that's one thing I wanted to point out. Expectations was one thing I was bringing up before. Is that where I got cut off? I think I started to go into that and then went a total different way, but I went to the expectations because I went to what the relationship starts with. Right. So you, you, um, you start both of you trying to put on the best impression and then that goes away, but there's other expectations that happen in a relationship, right? Um, like you hear about certain things, like is, is the guy supposed to pay for everything? Like <laughs> I've had this conversation a couple different times and it's gotten heated. Like me, I can afford to pay for almost everything in a relationship. And I don't mind. Like I said, I'm from Texas. Chivalry's not dead. I ha- my I mean, my ex, I still pay for a lot of her stuff because the most important thing to her is being a mother and not working all the time. And I appreciate that. A girlfriend, like I, I don't expect them to come and sponsor the relationship, but I'm not doing that until I know someone's invested in the relationship. And a lot of times people think, oh, well, you know, you, once you're in the relationship for a while, you're invested. No, that's not what happens because different shit happens throughout a relationship where you don't feel completely solidified in the relationship. Right. And so if you don't like a guy's not going to in the long run, a guy's not going to want to fucking invest money into a relationship in, you know, dinners, buying her stuff, all that stuff. And and girls the same way. I'm not trying to act like guys are the only ones that that do that, but you're not going to want to invest anything. Take, take away money, time, or feelings or um, experiences into a relationship if you don't feel completely comfortable in it. So I feel like that's the the same thing I was talking about before is that you're, you're in this relationship, then all of a sudden like things start changing, right? You start growing apart because I think both sides start realizing like, I don't want to invest anymore into this relationship until I know exactly what it's going to be. Right. Um, it's tough. To, to come to that realization. And sometimes you, you realize when you're doing that, that you're not, you're not like, you're not where you're supposed to be. Right. Like if you start having conversations and I'm all about conversation in every instance, right. 
Um, I wasn't when I was married, but I'm definitely about that now, but I'm all about conversations that the tough conversations, right? The more tough conversations you can have in a relationship, I think the better. So, um, you know, talking about where you're at and what plans are the future. If you can't talk about like what the plans are and I know it's crazy, right? Sometimes like if you're short in a relationship, like you're not going to talk about where, where are we going to be in two years or five years or whatever, but you're thinking that, right? Like you're thinking, is this someone I can be in a long-term relationship with, or is this just someone I can just whatever with? So, um, I definitely think that's, that's part of it, but, um, the expectations, like don't expect someone to do shit for real relationships. If you're not in a real relationship and by my terms, like if this is a person you can be completely honest with, you know, exactly where your status is and you know exactly what your future is together. Those three things, if you don't have those and you're not in a real relationship and don't expect certain shit, don't expect anything really. Like they don't owe you anything if you're not giving them that. And they're not obligated to give you that if they're not giving you those three things as well. So there's that. So one of the things, um, since I, since I've gotten through those serious parts of relationship and I don't know how much longer I have on my, uh, live, I'm not going to go for too, too much longer, but sex, right. Uh, I touched on sex a little bit at the start. Like, don't be ashamed if you're fucking, uh, relation. I don't want to call it a relationship. I guess don't be ashamed if your relationship is based on sex. If you're just like hooking up and dating, like everyone wants to act like that's such a bad thing, but sex is so powerful. Um, and sex like keeps you around, like sex keeps you coming back, all that shit. I said that if you just tuned in, go back and watch, uh, <laughs> this live or catch the recording and you understand what I'm talking about. But sex in a relationship, like I don't, I'm so tired of hearing that it's like not that important. And I think anyone that's in a relationship knows that it it is a barometer for what your relationship really is, right? Like if if you're still turned on by this person, um and and ladies, sorry to say, uh, a lot of what turns on guys is the way you look and the shit you do and the attention, the sexual attention a guy gets, right? I think that's so underrated um, in in what everyone looks for in a relationship, right? Girls start thinking um, that if I'm having sex with him, and once again, I'm speaking from one side of the fence, but I'm also speaking based on conversations that I've had. If I'm having sex with a guy consistently that I'm dating, and you, you know, who's to say what is consistent? If I'm having sex consistently with a guy that I'm dating, then it's um, then it's, you know, a good relationship. Like I'm giving him what it wants. Like it's like sex is the bare minimum of what should be going on. Like intimacy. Um, a lot of guys like a lot of different things, right? Some guys like to get hit. Some guys like you to get in lingerie. Some guys like you to do kinky shit. Some guys like, you know, it to be real soft and real lovey. Like, I think you have to take that in consideration. And once again, I'm not putting that in a box because guys, Jesus Christ, like we fuck sex up like so bad, like just asking for it without deserving it really, um, not putting any thought into what really pleases a woman. Um, start listening to my sexually speaking with Nina. If you think I'm 
uh, out there. And for some reason, my life just ended. I don't know. But check out the recording. So um, if if you think if you're not putting thought into what you're doing for sex, then, you know, you're you're not doing it right. So um, don't expect a girl to go out of her way to do things for sex for you if you're not going to go out of your way to do sex for her, sexual things for her. Um, For women, pleasure is not easy. Right. So you have to really go out of your way to make that work. Um, Ladies, guys aren't as simple as just wanting to get a nut either. Right. Like guys want to be chased and guys want attention and guys want to feel wanted and all that shit, too. So if you're in a relationship, all I'm saying is put thought, put true, true thoughts, thought into the actual sex, thought into what leads up to sex, sex uh, thought into why you deserve sex are you keeping yourself fit to where that person is physically attracted to you as fit as possible right everyone's not going to look like um you know a supermodel guys and girls are you you know making that person feel special that you're the only person they want to have sex with are you um you know doing all the things right so that's the last thing i'd leave it on is um not only for sex really is put thought into everything you're doing around relationships, right? Whether it's dating, be strategic about your dating, be intentional about your dating, put yourself out there a little bit. I know it sucks, I know it's scary, but if, if you're not putting yourself out there a little bit, I think people can 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 tell that and, you know, it shows. Um, be, in, if you're in a relationship, work towards each other. If you're in a relationship and you don't think it's fucking work every day, like I, I know you know it's work when you're in the middle of an argument or when you're trying to do something for that person. But if you don't feel like you have work to do every day for your relationship, you're also not doing it right. And then lastly, sex. Sex is so important. Physically sharing each other. And and I shouldn't say sex, I should say intimacy because cuddling, um, touch, sex, kissing, all that stuff is so important for a relationship. So, you know, do that as well. So that's where I'll leave this. That was me wide open and uh, catch you next Monday. Thank you for those that tuned in. Thank you for those that listened to me on my podcast. And yeah, goodbye.